This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia question for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. Today, we do have a special guest, Iraj Zolnasar, uh, to discuss the current real estate market. Iraj, welcome to the Best of Investing. Thank you. Thank you, Edward. Happy to be here. Oh, excellent. Uh, I've known Araj now for a few years. We've we've gone to uh, the same uh, real estate meeting uh, once a month. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been in the business. Uh, Well, I've been in the business for over 20 years. Uh, Marin resident for probably 40 years or so. Um, Love Marin, love doing business in Marin. And uh, also... um, you know, my wife is also kind of in the business. She's with Old Republic Title and uh, uh, Vice President, Senior Vice President, manages the Marin and Sonoma offices uh, of Old Republic Title. So we're really real estate connected. We're really in touch with the market and what's going on and uh, love what I do. So and I, you know, all my clients become my friends, which is a good thing, right? That is. So, that is. The, yeah, that's how it goes. That must, does help kind of quite a bit, your wife being in uh, at, uh, at a title company. Actually, it does not. It does not. <laughs> it does not. Contrary to what people are saying, the fact that she's in the business is probably counterproductive to my business. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not asking, like, like, are there any special deals? But there's probably maybe at least some advice, you know, of, of yeah. the title issues that you can Well, yeah, no, I think, you know, the only thing that it does um, do is we just, you know, it's in our blood. We see homes all the time. What she has is all confidential. So she doesn't talk to me about business. My side of the business is obviously confidential. I don't talk to it. But by that, I meant is that we all socialize with the same group of people. So we all socialize yeah. with a lot of realtors. So you don't get business from realtors, you know, because they have their own clientele. So sure. that's why. Uh, but other than that, it's great. We love what we do. Well, that, that, that's great. I just love that. Um, tell you what, uh, let's get right into it. Um, sure. What do you see as the state of the cur- of the market, real estate market right now as it is? Yeah, it's a really interesting market. I, I think, um, you know, as we have all buyers and sellers that deal with, you know, constant question. And what happens is, um, you know, you say you're in real estate. So with, at every meeting, at every social event, everybody wants to know. And um, what is so interesting that it, almost changes uh, kind of maybe week to week. Uh, But overall, uh, it's been a very strong real estate market for the past uh, six months. You know, uh, about a year ago, we were running the stats. Um, About a year ago, uh, June of 22, um, 20% of homes sold 
under ask, which meant what? 80% of homes sold over ask. Um, That percentage started increasing. In other words, the percentage of homes that were being sold over ask kept uh, decreasing, going down, 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 hit the lowest point in January of 23 with only 25% of, uh, with about 30% of homes selling um, for over ask and 70% selling below ask. So, um, and we know that was, you know, kind of unusual beginning of the year. Lots of things were happening uh, and in our neighborhood, as you know, Marin, you know, we had rains and hails and all kinds of things <laughs> happening with the weather. Uh, but that trend is actually go- reversing itself again. And um, today we have 40% of homes selling under ask and 60% of homes selling over ask. You know, it's, it's interesting because it almost seemed like there was a time when everything was going over asking. Right. You right. Know? Well, everything is like a year ago, 70%, 80% of homes are going over ask. Yeah. So it is a lot of homes selling for over ask. Um, sure. And, uh, you know, for us in Marin, a lot of it has to do with uh, the lack of inventory. Yeah. Uh, people wanting to be in Marin because this is such a great area and, you know, our living is, is the standards are so high. And, uh, you know, so people want to be here. Inventory is low. So if you want to be here, you have to pay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The it's interesting. The one the the houses that were going for under asking, was it just that they were just priced too high, or was there something strange with those houses generally? Yeah, I, I think generally it's always price driven. Yeah, um, it's always price, um, and and market is very price sensitive because people these days they have information uh, what is going on. Zillow and, you know, Cobra Banker and other websites do provide them with a lot of yeah. background information. So anybody can look and see <clears throat> what Zillow says the house is worth. And um, sometimes if the homes are selling, you're know, not selling, but the owner says, you know, it should sell for more. We just tend to, um, you know, the house just doesn't sell. It waits, waits, yeah. waits until we have a... Right. a Price meets the market. All right. Uh, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. Um, here's our first trivia question. What does the Raven say in Edgar Allan Poe's book, The Raven? And again, Raj, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. Call eight, the audience, for the audience, call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which, by the way, is worth over $100. Again, here's the question. What does the Raven say in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? All right. Stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. Don't touch that dial. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Iraj Azolnasar. And uh, Iraj, uh, let's see if you know the answer to this question. Um, what does the raven say in Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven? And this question, I honestly don't know. Oh, okay. So okay. I will leave it to the audience. Leave it to the audience. Okay, well, the answer is nevermore. Nevermore. Uh, nevermore. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see here. Want to make a quick mention here for the Transcendence Theater. Uh, I saw their production in uh, June and it was phenomenal. Uh, they've got some more productions coming up. 
Uh, one is called the uh, Enchanted Evening, but that's in September. The next one in July 28th is called the Full Monte. They're taking that Broadway show and their uh, or their show, and they're making it a uh, kind of a Broadway musical. Uh, check them out, Transcendence Theater. Uh, you can go to bestnightever.com. All right. And I've been again, like I said, I've been there many uh, for many shows and they always do a phenomenal job. It's really, really exciting. So, Raj, we're talking real estate here. And then before uh, we cut out, you were talking about, you know, sometimes the uh, sellers are you know, trying to figure out exactly what the price is. Uh, you know, right. sometimes sometimes Zillow is very accurate and sometimes they don't know because, you know, maybe houses got remodeled. But they right. you know, I'm not sure what their analytics are. Uh, I think Zillow is more accurate in a subdivision format when all homes are very similar, they're homogeneous, uh, square footage wise and look wise. Uh, But Zillow tends not to be very accurate in a place like Marin, where our homes um, are eclectic. You know, you have a beautiful home next to an older home next to a home that hasn't been remodeled. So our prices are not necessarily accurate based on Zillow. Um, Every homeowner loves their home. We all do. You know, I'm um, uh, guilty as any other person. And I feel like my home is better than the next door neighbor's home, you know. Um, But as realtors, our job is to be independent and give honest, straightforward advice. Um, Hope, you know, sometimes the client does not like that honest, straightforward advice. And, um, you know, if they listen to us, I think they'll benefit uh, because ultimately, um, you know, when a house sells, it's good for everybody. I think the common um, question or a common criticism is that, oh, realtors want to price it cheap. So, uh, you know, they sell and they make a quick buck. Uh, yeah. um, that's the, uh, you know, the most common thing that everybody says. Sure. Um, right. While I honestly think maybe in a buyer's market, that may be more accurate. In a seller's market, that is never accurate because uh, there is such low inventory uh, that buy and buyers are always the people who determine the price. You know, seller can put a price on it, but buyers are the ones that actually pay the price, put their money where their mouth is. And buyers are the ones who know, uh, you know, more than anybody else because they've seen all the homes, they've seen 50 homes or 20 homes or 10 homes in our situation where we don't have a lot of inventory. And if they're willing to pay, uh, you know, they're going to pay whatever they can to get your house. So you'll never underprice a house in a seller's market. It will always go. You'll just end up getting to your price faster. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when, uh, when we sold our house many years ago, uh, we were talking to a couple of realtors and I, I, I kind of had to educate my wife a little bit because the one, you know, the wives, I mean, we're, I'm attached to my house too. And yeah. I always think, you know, my house is nice too, but my wife, you know, she's a little bit more of the decorating home nesting right. person. Of course. So more. And uh, when we were talking to the realtor and, and uh, uh, I, I remember telling her, sweetie, listen, if the realtor really thinks that painting the inside green with po- gr- pink polka dots is going to sell the house quickly, that's what we do. Not yeah. get, I don't care what you and I want because we're not going to buy. We're not buying the house. We're selling right. the house. So it's right. whatever the. And it's funny because the uh, the realtor we hired, uh, she did a she did a very nice job. Uh, they the stager 
I, yeah. I, I mean, I could not believe the kind of stuff that they put into the house. I looked and I said, what are you, you know, again, I had to back off and say, what are you doing? That's not the kind of furniture that belongs in this kind of a house. But right. you know what? I had to back off and just trust between the realtor and the stager. And sure enough, I mean, it sold for, you know, it, it, within a reasonable time at, right. a, at a reasonable price. Right. Yeah. right. Again, no, that's many it, years ago. But Yeah, no, no, no. It's absolutely true. I think, you know, you hire a realtor that you trust and, um, you know, you want a reputable realtor, you want one that you trust, you want one that has good experience um, and um, you trust them and their, their advice. Um, but you actually pointed out a really nice point, which is staging. Um, that is another objection or objective that sometimes we see with sellers that don't want to do staging on yeah. their homes. And the argument is, well, you know, I spent X amount of dollars. I'm not going to get it back. And, um, you know, my uh, suggestion or advice has always been that staging is more like, you know, you take your furniture and stuff that, uh, you know, what you just mentioned, you like out of the house and you bring something that is just very homogeneous, very uh, bland, so yeah. everybody can like it. You know, you don't want it to be a special taste because yeah. when you're looking for buyers, you want as big of a pool as possible. You yeah. don't want to narrow your pool. So um, the more narrower, the harder. So stagers come in, they do the house uh, the way that um, should be staged and, uh, you know, for the most number of buyers. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to cut to our next commercial break here. Um, also, I guess one thing I would say tell the sellers is, Listen, time is money. So if the house sells for a month faster than it would by having staging, figure out what that cost is uh, on the loan. Absolutely. Okay. Our second trivia question is, uh, let's see here. Which continent? uh, Actually, no, we're uh, going to ask that next time. Here's our (laughs) question. What is the chemical symbol for potassium? You have to go back to your chemistry. You have to go back to your chemistry class for that one. What is the chemical symbol for potassium? All right, call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Iraj Zolnazar. And uh, Iraj, let's see if you remember your chemistry classes here. What is the chemical symbol for potassium? To be honest with you, chemistry was my worst subject. (laughs) (laughs) And and listen, I I didn't know that when I set up these questions. I'm sorry. I can can answer business questions, but not chemistry. No, not chemistry. I apologize. Uh, That's that's good. Apologize. Okay, the letter is the letter K, K which I, I'm not potassium. sure. Yeah, potassium. I know it's kind of kind of a kind of a strange one there. Yeah. Um, okay, That's so why let, chemistry was my worst subject. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like there's no logic. It did not that. make sense to me. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, Raj, let's uh, let Raj, let's get into to this part a bit. Um, now we're going to ask you about the effect of interest rates on the market, and I've mentioned this uh, in previous shows that. One of the things that I can see, and tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, is the fact that 
a lot of people refinanced when interest rates were really low during COVID, et cetera. And they may have gotten two or 3% interest. And now if they buy a new house or buy a house, they, they can't replace that with that interest rate. They're going to have to pay, you know, 6% or so. And that's going to keep a lot of people from, from putting their house on the market. Don't you think? Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and, and that's really the reason why we have such low inventory uh, right now is because um, most of us uh, have refinanced our homes into such lower interest rates that uh, effectively uh, we're out of the market because, you know, you're at two and a half, three percent. Now the interest rates are at six percent. The identical house at six percent will almost cost you double. Um, so even if you change it at the same price, so, you know, your house that you're in is going to cost you double the money if you sell it. Well, why would I sell it? Exactly. Um, so are, are a lot of people then, are they just going to remodel their houses? Yeah, are, you, you've, are you hearing that? Uh, yes, I'm hearing that. Um, uh, you know, people are going to just keep their homes, remodel it. Um, so the only... A seller pool that we really have coming on the market are people who have to sell people yeah. who are moving out of the state people who unfortunately the estate sales or you yeah. know trust sales those things we still are not seeing i mean will short sales will foreclosures happen i think they will happen in every market regardless yeah. uh, but because home prices have appreciated so much <laughs> it is hard to imagine a homeowner willing to let go of a home where you have so much equity in it, you know, they will yeah. try to somehow sell it and recoup some of that equity regardless. Um, the effects of the interest rate increase has been really on my side, what I see to the buyers who were in the market about a year ago, and they were, um, you know, looking at buying a home at 3%, 3.5%, and um, looking at what they could afford with what payment. And now they have, uh, you know, effectively priced themselves out of the market because this, you know, now they're at six percent, so the, they can no longer afford the same house. Yeah, that's the dilemma that they're in. And regardless of how much we gave them advice, of um, uh, you know, buy it and uh, worry about it later. As far as you, maybe you're overpaying a little bit, but hey, buy it. Uh, but people, you know waited for whatever reason and, and now they're out of the market yeah my, my son had purchased a house uh just as interest rates were going up and he locked yeah. in uh, a little less than four percent and he was upset because you know he realized interest rates were going up but he, he said ah i wish i would have done this you know a month ago and yeah and, uh, you know would have gotten you know three percent and now it's like yeah. three quarters or whatever it was but yeah. still he's looking like a hero for that Oh, yeah. I mean, we all remember, you know, you got some gray hair. I do, too. Yeah, you yeah. Know, first homes we bought, uh, you know, I mean, my, our first house was at 12% interest rate. You know, uh, we remember those days. We remember those seller financing days where, oh, yeah. uh, you know, there were contracts were more complicated. Um, so I think the young people kind of forget and they were this lull that, oh, it's two and a half, three percent are, are going to stay here forever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it was just a once in a lifetime event. Now, do you think there'll be some uh, some more seller carryback, uh, maybe in second think, position? Yeah, I think it has to be. I, I really do. I think you know, if 
um, if you really need to sell for whatever reason uh, and the interest rates remain to, to be the same. And um, I mean, obviously right now, you know, as well as I do, you know, uh, unemployment still continues to be strong. In other words, you know, yeah. low unemployment. Yeah. If that trend changes and more people become unemployed, that means less buyers and less buyers means if you really need to sell your home, you need to be uh, more, um, uh, you know, Creative. Uh, aware of the market and creative. Yeah. yeah. So those will come. Okay. Um, and, and are you still, are, are there still a lot of cash buyers? I mean, there was, there was a time when uh, China, a lot of Chinese buyers uh, in San Francisco, um, yeah. and that kind of, that sort of eased up a bit, but are you, are yeah. you seeing that still? Oh yeah. I, I think, you know, initially or, you know, right when I started in the business, there was a lot of Chinese money. Yeah. Before that, there were Russians coming in. Oh. Uh, then it was the Chinese. Um, and while that has slowed down, I think now is really the people who cashed in uh, their stock options and have a lot of money in the oh. stock market. So we still do have a lot of cash buyers, um, you know, four, five, six, seven, ten million dollars. Not a problem. I mean, obviously, as you get into the ten, twenty million dollar range. Uh, you figure those people have a lot of money. So oh, yeah, exactly. It's not a big yeah. deal. <laughs> well, especially I would think some, maybe some people from the Middle East with, you know, oil prices a little bit higher, you know, yeah. that sort of thing too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you ready for our third trivia question here? Okay. Which continent is closest to Antarctica? Okay. Which, which continent okay. is closest to Antarctica. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins that tanning certificate, which again is worth over $100. Also want to make a mention here for Alcatraz Tours. But no, no, no better way to see the island of Alcatraz than to check out Alcatraz Tours. Tours, yeah. experience. Have you ever been to Alcatraz? Um, I have not, but I know a co- we were involved with a company that did all the Alcatraz glasses when they were remodeling it about 30 ah, years ago. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Stay with us. Don't press that dial. The best of investing. We'll be right back. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Iraj Zolnas- Zolnasar. Uh, Iraj, uh, which continent is closest to Antarctica? Well, I, this one I think I know, but I'm just going to let the uh, let the callers decide. No, that's okay. That's okay because uh, we're pre-recording the show, so uh, uh, Australia. No, actually, it's uh, South America. South America. Yeah, because yeah, I think, I think isn't it Chile that the bottom of Chile is closer? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now um, let's see here. We went through some of these things here. Uh, how do you see the market going forward? Yeah, um, you know, I think the lack of inventory will continue because of some of the reasons we just talked about of the, you know, seller pool being so limited. I think people who were investors in the area, I think they're cashing in. I I know of several who are selling their homes, cashing in their profits and either 1039ing it out of state, perhaps going somewhere else Yeah, mm-hmm. um, or just cashing in the money because they're getting close to retirement age and taking, you know, the, wanting the 1031 to... exchange would be for, uh, for non-owner occupied. Correct. You're seeing a lot of Correct. those. Okay. Yeah. We, we are saying, you know, the, the investors who had several homes and several investments 
they are part of the market as well right now because they're just, again, I, I've seen several of them pulling money out and uh, 1031 ing it out of the state. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. But it will continue. You know, I want to I want to um, shift over here for just a minute. Um, so, State Farm and all state uh, pulling out of California for new policies. How is this affecting the market? And uh, how, how is it with the for people who already have insurance in place? Yeah, good question. So, um, I, I think for people who already have policies with Allstate or State Farm or Farmers or any other insurance company, they're pretty well protected. Um, they're not uh, you know, being canceled for the most part. Okay. Isolations, yes. But it really affects the new purchases, the buyers who are coming in. And um, so what happened is, uh, you know, uh, obviously in the past few years with the effect of the fires and everything, yeah. The insurance company had a huge losses. Um, all the insurance rates are approved by the insurance commissioner. So okay. because, and the insurance commissioner was not approving in, you know, increases in rates. Uh, yeah. So what happened is the uh, insurance companies like State Farm, they said, well, if you don't increase my rate, I'm going to move out of state. Gotcha. Partly what they did was, uh, you know, they put... They increased their parameters of homes that would qualify as being in fire zones, as an example. Uh, so a home where, um, you know, I know a home that's in Tiburon, in the middle of Tiburon, all of a sudden, uh, you know, three years ago was an average insurance. Then they, uh, uh, you know, marked it as a fire zone. So now it's hard to get insurance for it. Um but with the departure of State Farm, all state, you know, and the insurance pool getting really, um, really shrunk, what is happening is the rates are going higher. Well, we know of a story we were talking in our office of last uh, of somebody who wanted to buy a home in Mill Valley. This is drastic. You know, if you're sitting down, this is really drastic. The seller was paying like two thousand dollars insurance for an annual policy on the house. Yeah, the buyer's insurance premium is now going to be fifteen thousand. Holy smokes! Which company was that? Gonna, was um, I, I we didn't discuss the company. I guess gotcha. obviously, but it has gone so much higher because of that. I mean that and that difference essentially will put you, you know, before you were qualified to buy a home, now you can't yeah. qualify. Because it affects your borrowing ability, and it's, uh, and it's not like you pay it one time. I mean, you'd have to pay that every single year. Every single year. So what we are advising uh, all our clients and buyers is to get your insurance bound ASAP. As soon as you go into contract, uh, find out how much the insurance is. Make sure you can find insurance. Yeah. You know, so now California Fair Plan. Um, that is offered by the state of California, which at some point in time was really used as emergency stopgap for people who had homes in the middle of nowhere and nobody wanted to touch them. California plan would insure them. But now it seems that it's becoming more normal for average folks who have homes in Mill Valley and, you know, Fairfax and uh, other places where they're, and Marin is full of, you know, nature. I mean, we love the fact that we're uh, surrounded by nature, uh, but that does affect our insurance premiums. So what, what would the, um, that stopgap insurance, basically, what, what instead of paying 15000 what would this couple pay? So 
So California Fair Plan, what they do okay. is they insure the building only, right? So versus if you, on your normal home insurance policy, you have content, you have liability, um, you have uh, reconstruction okay. insurance. All of that is just kind of like uh, bundled into one policy. Yeah. With California Fair Plan, all they do is just the reconstruction part of it. Well, that's and, the most uh, important part, too. That's the most important part, yeah. but they don't pay for content. They don't pay for liability. So you have to really, uh, you know, and they do take longer. So versus a traditional insurance company, you might call your insurance agent, and the next day you would be bound yeah. with California Fair Plan. You know, get ready to wait maybe a week or two and okay. more pictures and more uh, How much red tape. What, what, what would the price, uh, like in that example? Of- okay, so in my example, um, a normal policy, uh, you know, of 1,500 or 2,000 yeah. uh, is going to be closer to 5,000 when it's all said and done. Okay. You know, so, you know, where the California Fair Plan is probably now going to be priced at what you used to pay for the whole thing. And now you have to go buy insurance. Uh, for your like content, liability, in the con- uh, liability okay. from another carrier. So, so it might still cost fifteen hundred to two thousand, but that'll just be for the building. Correct. And and then uh, I wonder how much it costs for contents and uh, liability. Probably, you know, potentially about the same, just because it's How an much? independent policy okay. that somebody else is coming in and writing. Uh, it's still a lot so, better yeah. than fifteen grand. Uh, still better than fifteen yeah. grand. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's that's, that's it's actually a pretty good way of doing it because again, you know, what what is someone to do? A, if they live in the middle of nowhere and right. there's just no insurance company that's going to cover it, but yet yeah. you have to have insurance with your your lender. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got to do something. It's sort it's almost yeah. like almost like workers' comp insurance in a way. Right, where it, it is has yeah. a. You know, it is. The workers' comp, flood insurance, they act kind of like the same way. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think, you know, in, in a situation where you have, uh, you know, an independent insurance company, they tend to be kinder to their clients versus if you had California. You know, now you're dealing with the state of California. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. I mean, for, you know what, though? The, the odds of putting a claim in are pretty small. So it's really just a matter of just satisfying the lender. The lender, correct. Yeah. And then, correct. you know, if it, God forbid, if you actually have an accident, then, then correct. so on. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't have a trivia question, but stay with us. The Best of Investor will be back, right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Iraj Zolnasar. Um, uh, Iraj, first of all, you know, you're kind of a, you're kind of, you're much of a wealth of knowledge about real <laughs> estate. Uh, how do people get a hold of you if they have questions? Well, the easiest way is to just call me or text me. Uh, okay. It's um, 415-271-1342. Oh, uh, 415-271-1342. And uh, Z, uh, I-R-A-J-Z at Outlook.com. Uh, okay. uh, those are the best ways to get in touch with me. Yeah. All right. I'd okay. uh, love okay. to chat with you. Anybody who has any questions, I, I'm uh, more as, you know, I approach real estate as more of a consultant than sales. So if you guys have any questions, do give me a call. Happy to chat. Great. Thank you so much. I'm uh, going to move over here to what's going on at uh, Pacific. Uh, well, so one of the funds uh, at Pacific Private Money that I am a part manager of is the Pacific 
Southwest note fund. And uh, we're still paying uh, just a flat eight and a half percent to the investors. Uh, best part of it is that there's no lockup. So if people want to get their money back, they just need to give us 30 days notice. Um, you know, if for some reason there was a quote run on the bank, well, then we'd have to kind of spread it out, you know, but, you know, at eight and a half percent and very conservative uh, rate of return, you know, very conservative investment because we're buying these discounted notes uh, very conservatively. Uh, everyone seems to be pretty happy. So, uh, the, the, you know, there hasn't been a problem. So what basically what goes on with that fund is that we're buying these notes where the loans are already in existence. And we're buying them from uh, banks and hedge funds, et cetera, uh, at a discount. And the reason that we're able to do that is because these uh, bigger companies want to get them off the books. Originally, we were uh, buying discounted seller carryback notes that we were kind of talking about before. Uh, that market's still out there, but it's a little bit drier. And uh, as we need to put money to work. And so we've uh, been partnering with a company that provides us these notes and uh, they stand behind the notes. So if anything goes wrong, they won't let us probably foreclose on it because there's so much equity. Uh, they're going to just go say, no, 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 no. We're just going to make sure you get your monthly payment, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, they'll either uh, uh, pay us off or they will substitute with uh, a different note. It's kind of up, up to us. And if for some reason they don't do any of that, well, then we get to foreclose and mm -hmm. there's extra profit to be made because... You know, you got to figure if a house is worth uh, on average, let's say 100000 because we're doing this out of state and the average loan on the books is only 41000 and we're only paying 29000 for that. Uh, you know, the odds of us losing are not so high, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you'd have to have an economic catastrophe because I don't think we've ever seen houses go down 75 percent in a period of two years. Cause that's how long yeah, these loans. No. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a, you know, it's, nothing's ever guaranteed, but everything's based on risk and reward. So sure. you know, we just pay the clients the eight and a half percent. And uh, you know, they're not going to get rich off of us, but they'll get the steady uh, income every single month. Edward, how long have these guys been in business? Well, gosh. Okay. So I've been in the business since 1991. Uh, wow. This fund got started in 2020 uh oh. the company pacific private money um mark has been around uh, the ceo has been around uh he's been well he's been in real estate all of his life but he started his company in 2008 so kind of an interesting time to start you know yeah the real estate market was still going down in eight nine right 10, and yeah. yet no investor lost money so that was kind of a uh, a nice little feather in his cap and then uh and obviously on this fund it's only about three years old um but there's been no losses, um, yeah. not only to the investor, but to the fund itself. Because uh, right. again, there's just so much equity in all of these loans that uh, uh, it's, it's, it would be very difficult, let's put it that way, to lose money on that. So It's a good niche. It's a really yeah, no, good it's, niche. It, it you is. Know? And it, it's something yeah. that all investors can really, um, now anybody can invest? Uh, you, have have to be, you have to be an accredited investor. So you have so to have a that mean? Uh, you have to have a net worth exclusive of your home of at least a million dollars or okay. uh, make 200,000 a year. If you're single, 300,000 a year, uh, if you're married and for more information, go to pacificprivatemoney.com and check out the Southwest note fund. All right. We're going to cut out for our thoughts for the day. So I am so terrified of asking my wife to clean up after breakfast that I've been walking on eggshells all day. 
<laughs> Thought you'd like that. And uh, my wife complains. My wife complains I never buy her flowers. To be honest, I never knew she sold them. All right. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.